So it starts in the mind. It starts reframing that you know exactly what your body needs and wants. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of The Perfect Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I have no idea what I'm doing, but no one really does. So let's talk about it. I am a published author, blogger, and podcast host, and my content explores the intersection of mental health and social media use. And who better to ask about that than the people who need to be online? Every Friday, I speak to influential content creators like authors, entrepreneurs, influencers, bloggers, actresses, coaches, podcasters, and I ask them how they manage a healthy relationship with social media. How do they balance showing up here and doing their work while maintaining a healthy mental state? The Perfect Podcast is a filter-free zone, so we get into all of it. We find out all about the parts of our guest lives that don't make it online. And by the end of it, it feels like you just made a new best friend. We have so much to learn from each other And my goal for this show is to prove to you that you are not alone. Here's what happens when people stop using filters and start getting real. Let's do it. Hello, hello. Thank you for spending your time with us today. Welcome to The Perfect Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and let's get into it. Today on the podcast, we are speaking to Natalie Jackson. Natalie is a health coach, wilderness instructor, and tiny house designer, which is pretty cool. Oh my God. Natalie's energy and essence is so calming. As soon as you hear her speak, your stress level will drop by at least 10%, guaranteed. Today on the show, Natalie talks to us about her work and how she helps people discover their ability to heal themselves through yoga and Ayurveda, behavioral science, and the mind-body connection. She leads a high vibe community of others who are seeking that same balance. And she does such an excellent job explaining what all of this is and what it means in a way that's practical and accessible. Before we hear from Natalie, I wanted to share something she sent to me after our call that's just been swimming around inside my heart ever since. She wrote, Hey, Lauren, just wanted to share how lovely it was to speak with you the other week. Your ability to listen, share a bit about yourself, and then ask a question was inspiring. I'm on a quest to become a great question asker to myself and others. It brings us the pre- it brings us to the present moment. Ah, oh, I mean, come on. I was, I died. I was immediately crying. First of all, what she didn't know when she sent me that was that this is one of my biggest insecurities when it comes to this podcast. I'm always worrying that I'm talking too much or sharing too much or not talking enough or that I need to keep the focus on the guest and away from myself. Like it's always part of like my brain process when I'm doing the podcast. Ah, And when I read this note from Natalie, I immediately just let all of that go. Like as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, I don't need to be worrying about this. Again, I'm always waiting for others to give me permission to feel the way I'm supposed to feel. But it was so affirming to hear. And since then, other guests have been saying the same thing. And I'm just really proud that my interviewing and that the show is coming off the way that I intended to. So uh, thank you, Natalie, for saying that. And thank all of you for listening and enjoying the show with me because, man, that's just the greatest gift. 
Natalie is the sweetest and brightest soul. She's earthy and grounded, but also like this bubbly fresh breath of fresh air. And hearing her talk about reconnecting with nature to heal to heal ourselves is a lesson I think all of us can use right now, especially as we're nearing the end of this tumultuous year and entering into a new chapter. Let's listen to what Natalie has to say, learn from her, and bring those learnings with us into 2021. I've always been super curious about how Ayurveda works, and Natalie explains it in a way that makes so much sense. We talk about what foods to eat and when, how to sync up our sleep schedule with Mother Nature, and how easy this all can really be. Links to connect with Natalie are down in the show notes. Trust me, you'll want to go follow her after this episode. She shares such informative and healing content. I'm so grateful to have connected with her. And if you think of anyone who would benefit from hearing Natalie's story and teachings, please share this episode with them. Along with that, if you enjoyed today's episode, you can scroll down in your podcast app and leave a rating and review. All of this helps the show get in front of more people. (sighs) Well, that's it for me, guys. I hope you enjoy the episode. I hope you're enjoying your day. And let's meet the lovely Natalie Jackson. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you too. I'm so glad I figured this out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a learning curve. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, oh, I'm so excited. I feel like we're we're gonna have a lot in common and a lot to talk about. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd love to just get started right off the bat with having you introduce yourself to all of our listeners and just let them know who you are and what you do. And then we'll just kind of go from there and flow into it. Yeah, right on. So my name is Natalie Jackson, and I am a adventurous, simple living, um, health nut in a good way. Um, <laughs> um, my background um, is just, <laughs> I, I need to be in the fun zone. And so I never <laughs> like to go first to like, what do I do? Yeah. Um, because it's more about like who I am first. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm an outdoor girl through and through and I am a nurturer at heart. I am um, a Northern Midwest girl at heart. I'm a family girl at heart and um explorer seeker and I'm always seeking balance and so the places professionally that I've done that um, have been through uh, wilderness guiding seasonally through um, caretaking and started to find my way into the health and wellness industry in the last couple years so now I am um, a wellness and lifestyle coach and just completely embrace everything that your 20s taught you. It's like, <laughs> let's put it all together in your 30s. <laughs> That's a good and way to put it. Love it. And just loving the, like everything that's kind of come to fruition. It's like, all right, what do I have all these skills and experience for, is, you know, experiences for? And how can I put them all together in this, this level of, um, sharing and of service and how can I help the world has just (laughs) like come out 
and it's not just about my personal gains anymore. And it never really was about that. It was like, let's see how much fun I can have all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, about, I mean, by being responsible as well, but <laughs> now it's like, I want to be, I want to be a part of the narrative. I want to be a part of something bigger than me. And, um, so to be able to combine just everything that I've done so far has been really wonderful. So I currently live in Southern Oregon. Um, and I'm in one little corner of my tiny house. Um, I have the best natural light <laughs> and told my partner not to come home so that I could do this. <laughs> I could have the conversation without like somebody cooking two feet next to me. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. The logistics of that. You don't think about it, but that is a part of it. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. And like we used to live on a sailboat, um, on Lake yeah. Superior and um, it, you know, and I, I used to live out of my car. I used to live in all sorts of different places. And like this, this is, a, this is our fourth year living in our house. And it's just mm. like, this feels so nice. Yeah. It must so be nice, nice to like have a, a homey spot that you've like settled down with roots. Cause I did read, I want to hear more about your background. You won't write roots quote unquote. <laughs> um, I, I read about your background on your website and it, the story was just fascinating. So I'd wonder if you'd like to just share a little bit about what all you were doing before this and like where you were and what you were doing. Cause like the sailboat and the, you know, the sup river rafting, like all these different things I saw, I, I want to hear more about them. So if you could just give us a short in run through of all the different places you were before this. Cause they sound so interesting. Yeah. Um, so my sense of just self and nature and adventuring um, came from my mom. Mm. She wanted to be a river rafting guide um, in the 70s. Wow. And it just, it didn't happen. Um, her life just went on a different way. And so when I started to show interest in college, um, I was studying meteorology, but I was just, <laughs> when I discovered that you could get paid to go camping, <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> I will switch. <laughs> so that was the ticket. And so uh, ever since basically college, it was like how many different seasonal gigs around the country could I get? And so I was doing um, environmental ed work as a naturalist. I was, um, building hiking trails around Lake Tahoe. I was, um, and then, yeah, and then just all sorts of personal trips. So I've dominantly worked at like camps, um, that do anywhere from a couple day trips, um, in various places to up to 45 days. Whoa. So I've led some various trips in the Arctic, um, in Alaska and in Canada, whitewater canoeing and hiking. Um, and then I've just done a handful of my own personal trips, um, mostly around water. Mm. (laughs) So, um, you know, buying a sailboat and sailing on Lake Superior and living on the boat for a couple of years and canoeing the Mississippi, um, supping down various rivers, multi-day sup trips. Um, I just, I, I, there's something about just multi-day trips where, um, like the, actually this summer I biked across Oregon with my partner for 
nine days, I think. Wow. Um, I was like 400 and something miles. Um, finished on my birthday and found a gluten-free cup- cupcake place. And I was like, <laughs> I'll take everything you have in there. <laughs> That's funny. She's like, I think you deserve one. And I was like, hey, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I, I just always have this, this. I feel like myself. Mm. I feel like myself outside. I feel um, that I can use every single part of me. So mm. when you know, we'll start to get into health and wellness or whatever. But like you know, when they talk about like your body, your spirit your emotions, your mental self, like just all the ways that you want to categorize your whole being. I feel like my whole being is, is, is being like exercised mm-hmm. and being of use and being loved and being pushed. Like I love being pushed physically and mentally and just like, let's see if I can do <laughs> And then like, taking, you know, teenage girls into the Arctic. Um, and, and it's just really bizarre to be like telling people that and they're like, oh, that must be a pain in the ass. I'm like, no, <laughs> these are superhero teenagers. You have no idea what they are capable of. Wow. Um, and it, I just feel like I could be myself. And so the tie-in of so you know just the burnout rate for seasonal work regardless of what you do but especially the outdoor world because you are so disconnected to civilization like Mm. there's been trips we've done it twice where i haven't talked to my partner like at all for 50 days whoa jeez louise so like no contact like we get food from the float plane and you're like thank you (laughs) Oh my like goodness. We packed it before, but like, you know, you had it scheduled to get dropped off or whatever. And Whoa. Um, I, I remember one of my girls, she, she's like, it was when Obama was in office. She's like, <laughs> are the Obamas okay? <laughs> like the pilot's like, yes, they're okay. Whoa. That, um, that is so cool. I've, I've not heard of trips like that and hearing about them that's way out of my element for sure. Like I'm like outdoorsy to an extent. I like camping. I like being in the forest. Like I like all that stuff, but like extreme adventure is like, I'm so averse to that type of thing. It's just, that's just how my personality is. But I really like what you said about how it exercises like every facet of your being. And like, that is such a good indicator that you're like, doing what you should be doing and you are where you where you're supposed to be and that's kind of like a good metric that people can use when they're feeling like am I in the right spot like should I be doing more should I be doing less like that's a really good thing to tune into and tap into because hearing you say describe those things my initial reaction was like oh I I wouldn't feel good doing all that like that's scary for me but there are things that do make me feel that way and they're just different so we see other people doing their thing and we think it's supposed to be our thing too, but that's not it. You just have to do the thing that makes your whole being feel alive, which is a good segue into the work you do. Cause that seems like what you're all about is like teaching people how to just tap into that and like feel more alive. And I want to ask you tons of questions about like the stuff that you teach. But one of the first things that like struck me that I'm I've always been curious about and I want to learn a lot more is Ayur- Ayurveda. 
I don't know if I'm mm. pronouncing that right, but I know that's you like a, a big part of, of your teaching. So I'd love for you to kind of explain to us more about what that is and, and how you incorporate that into like lifestyle stuff. Sure. So Ayurveda is the science of life. It's the, it's the ancient wisdom um, from India from 5,000 years ago. And, and, you know, each country's like, you know, Chinese medicine was like 5,000, 6,000 years ago. So it's like in that realm of like just old wisdom um, that is for the physical body. So another way to describe it is this, it's the sister science of yoga. And so yoga is actually for the mind the consciousness um, and we westernize it to make it about the physical but actually Ayurveda is about the is about the physical body okay. so it's it's what um, through observations and just just being human <laughs> that yogis derived um, basically all these different teachings and, and ways of incorporating um, daily uh, health into your life for longevity and for basically aligning your body with the elements and with nature and with the seasons and with this this really deep um, circadian rhythm that if you're playing your drum to that same beat, there's a lot of ease. There's not dis-ease. Mm. So it's like, how can you get in that flow so that you can not think about what you're going to eat? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to think about, am I stressed? You just start to be and there's less do and there's less oh I have to stop what I'm doing because I'm stressed you just naturally like go towards the thing that you know brings you brings you back to to center so mm. I I was just so intrigued with it for years but never knew the name because of the nature element and so mm. I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what I'm experiencing when I'm outdoors for days, weeks at a time. And was like, oh, I want to learn more about like the, all of the elements are in my body and mm. there isn't this separation of nature. Like even where we are right now, like you're not separate from nature because you're inside, like you already are nature. Mm. And like, that is just so comforting. And I just kept learning about that. And so that's kind of where the segue of like, okay, I'm getting burnt out on these trips. And like, how do I, how do I make something sustainable here that still really just deep inside me? And I was finding that I was going beyond the curriculum of, I was supposed to just teach uh, my participants like characteristic or um, like leadership development and group dynamics and how to camp and how to travel across the land but I was like okay what's going on with you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like coaching people while we're like paddling <laughs> and my girls were so sweet to me I was like I think I'm gonna go to school for this <laughs> so yeah Ayurveda just um it, it ended up being just the 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 channel in which kind of grabbed my the you know the previous mm. 12, 13 years of, of wilderness guiding with what I saw my future as. And it just like mm -hmm. ended up being kind of the, the channel of like, here's the foundation, here's the path of in which you can, can start to do that. Mm, I love that. I'm so curious to learn more about it. I've heard about it a bit. I, I heard about it in, in regards to like nutrition, like what you're eating and like, kind of like 
forming your diet around that. So I I don't know if this if there I would imagine these things are connected. I'd also love for you to speak on like the importance of the digestive system and like I imagine Ayurveda and like eating within Ayurvedic principles is beneficial to that. But I I know that there's like a huge connection between the gut and the mind and just like being able to balance the digestive system and helps you balance your mental state and your emotional state and create that like flow that you were just describing that feeling of like ease and comfort within your body and life and yeah if you don't mind just like speaking on that and how any like practical tips maybe that people can maybe implement to incorporate those things into their daily habits like whether it's just like one small change in breakfast or how they get ready to go to bed whatever it is anything like that yeah, so the digestive system within Ayurveda is extremely important. Um, so it's the element of fire. Mm. And so the fire within your digestion is, is you know, your metabolism. Your, it's where toxins get eliminated. Mm. Kind of in the Western culture, we think like toxins kind of go out. Like we poop them out. We sweat <laughs> them out. We cry them out. We, you know, it's like, release it out and it's still true to a sense but on a cellular level you actually it actually goes in Mm. and you want everything going to that incinerator in the center of your body so your digestion is is basically where everything gets cleaned Mm. (laughs) It, it, it takes away what is not needed anymore so um yeah you're you're I'm the, the mental, like your, your emotional state is completely tied to your gut and your, your gut, your flora, fauna, and just the condition in which it is in there. And so you can have what's called, you know, called leaky gut, or, you know, a lot of us now are having like food allergies or sensitivities, um, just like everything seems to just kind of trigger us in all these really small, tiny ways. Um, and so you can actually have holes. So like mm. toxins are like into your organs of like where you should actually be cleaning from there. So our system can just, we're a little damaged, you know, in different places just because of environmental toxins and the food we choose to eat or things aren't that aren't actually food yeah <laughs> like they're, they're science mm-hmm. they're literally science and it's like ah they call that stuff food like <laughs> I'm sorry everyone but doritos aren't food they're science <laughs> it's like science experiments <laughs> oh my goodness. um so yeah the the connection is is huge and so you when you are thinking about it in terms of Ayurveda, you can start to bring in the elements. So the elements are the, is the easiest way because we experience the elements every, every day and on different levels, right? We're not like walking down the street and there's like a, a fire, mm-hmm. but you know, we're experiencing air, we're experiencing ether, wind, fire, water, and earth. So your food represents and has different qualities of the elements already in them so if we just look at like what's happening in fall right now what foods are we naturally harvesting 
well, it's a lot of root vegetables. Um, and it's a lot of things that are coming from the earth. And so there's that grounding effect. And so when you are feeling different, so like what we'll talk about like imbalances. So like typically in fall, if you're not eating the right foods, you can feel agitated easily. Like when it gets windy, mm. you're just like, damn it. <laughs> Or like somebody just like triggers you. Like I've been noticing I'm getting triggered a little bit easier than like mm-hmm. say summer or spring. And it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> so like, so agitation can get up. Um, if you're unorganized, you can feel a little flustered. Um, you can feel a little bit more anxious this time of year. And so it comes back to what foods are you eating? So are you eating foods that have elements of ether and air like like a potato chip think of a leaf and then think of a potato chip so it's like light and crunchy so if you're eating light and crunchy then you're gonna be light and crunchy (laughs) and you're just gonna like anything that comes along or anybody that comes along and says something to you right if we're like on social media and you're just like man i need to get my act together and blah 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 or and and based on you know like you're just like eating popcorn Mm. or you know Lots of uh, trips are like my my go to one, but like even just like super high sugar foods, um, foods without like some good protein and fat, mm. you can just take off with the wind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when you eat a parsnip or a potato or an onion or a carrot, it like brings your feet down to like, be like, boom, boom, like I'm on the earth. So that Mm. when that person does say something or that thought in your head does come around of you don't, you're not enough, you can be uh, just more in sync with what the earth is giving you right now, because you want, you always want the opposite quality to Mm. be balanced. So because fall is ether and air, you want to have a little bit more water and earth in your day-to-day activities, not just food. But it is kind of cool. If you could, you can start to look at food because it can really represent, you know. So, like, you look at a lemon, it's like, oh, it almost looks like the sun, you yeah. know. So it's like the citrus, the brightness, the anything, any way that you would describe a food. You can ask yourself, is that the same of how I'm feeling right now? Or is it the opposite? So, you know, we all naturally crave stews and soups and like smoothies and just like heavy, dense food um, because it's getting colder, the days are getting shorter and everything is just kind of calming down. Like maybe you find that you're like craving sweeter foods right now or like you're getting tired sooner in the day um and that yeah you just like I don't know I feel like this is the time where people just kind of get like frustrated and agitated and Mm. a lot of times it has to do with um excess heat that's built up in our bodies from summer Mm. so there's there's your your body wants to it's always trying to balance itself I mean that's is there, if there's anything I learned in my, studying meteorology in my undergrad is like, <laughs> that is weather. 
It's literally yeah. just trying to get back to an equilibrium and it can't because we have the sun heating the earth unevenly. We have surfaces that heat unevenly, like, you know, we know the ground heats faster than water. Right. Um, and everything's in this earth is spinning and we're tilted because yeah. we have the season. So it's just like, no matter what you do, <laughs> it's like, damn it. So you're, you're the same way. So it, it's always just this really lovely dance with all of the elements. And there's never like a point, like just same with your health. Like there's never this point of like, haha, Eureka, I got it. I'm healthy. <laughs> yeah. It's this, it's, it's not a A to B trajectory going up or sideways or down. Like it's just, you're on a circle and you're just mm. like, what level are you on? Like you're just spiraling up. Mm. Man, I'm like, that's just that's so, so much more like, oh. so yeah, <laughs> I mean, somebody can look at you, somebody can, and you know, we can really go into, to, you know, the elements and start to talk about the doshas and stuff, but I think that will get confusing. But mm. I think if you just look at the quality of the food that you have in front of you and a ask yourself, is it food? Yeah. Did it come from the earth or did it come from a box? And then if it's real food, if it's whole food, which is crazy that we even have to say that, um, just take a moment with it and be like, is this, is this going to, is this what I'm really hungry for? Mm. Is this going to be like the most nourishing food ever? Even if it is quote unquote healthy, like you know, some people can't really do nightshades, which is, a, you know, like eggplant, tomato and peppers and, and you know, that's a vegetable. So you, you have to tune into kind of that deeper wisdom that we all have. And I kind of jokingly call myself a reminder coach because everything that I teach people in my course is something that they already know. It's just the last 150 years of living, we've industrialized everything and we've kind of just forgotten what we already know um and you know we're just oversaturated with do this do that so man you know we know yeah that's so fat that's so true the fact that it's like it is intuitive and it's like it's there and we have access to it it's just like needing someone to like lead us back to that like understanding and so we can like access that storage cabinet in the back of our monkey brains that like already knows all of this stuff. That's so fascinating. I love the the thought of like looking at your food and like asking your body what it needs. And all of that really does take an, I don't know if you, if this is something you, if this is correct or not, but it sounds like you really have to like slow the pace of your life down a bit. Like just like like a turn a dial down just a notch to be able to to access this stuff because when you're just like rushing from one thing to the next and I know my life gets like that a lot like the idea of paying attention to these things and like asking myself these questions like it just seems like unavailable so how do you how do you offer like suggestions for people that like how do you help them slow down to like nourish themselves in this way and like because once you do nourish yourself once you do use your food as medicine once you do these things you're not rushing all the time you're not at this like high level fiery like 
on edge all the time feeling and things become more accessible. But when you're starting there, like how do you start to slow down just enough to be able to access these things? Yeah. I mean, I, I love that you took it in that direction and <laughs> the way you articulated it was really lovely. It, and it can be, it can be slow down or it, it can also be, it can also just be like remove what's not, what's not mm-hmm. what's not um i always use the word nourish but like it's like what's not serving you what's yeah, not like not essential what's not working um because mm-hmm. it can be tricky with with that and i like slowing it down or the dial down because that can be a great avenue but it can also stress people. It can be yeah. like anxiety too. Um, and so it can, you kind of have to, to watch that. So I think it, I think it starts with, you know, whatever it might be, if it's food or movement or stress or your job or relationship. Um, I think what you and I are like, <laughs> we've slowly been doing as this conversation goes on where it's like we're having more moments we're just like (laughs) just like pause so before you feel like you can slow down because sometimes people are like I can't slow down like just pause yeah (laughs) maybe just pause maybe just press pause sometimes um and just reassess but it's almost like we've had the power kind of taken away from us because you open up a magazine, it's like the top five antioxidant foods or the top 10 ways to de-stress this fall. And it's like, if you close that magazine and I told you to write down top 10 things, you would have no problem. Yeah. So, So it starts in the mind. It starts reframing that you know exactly what your body needs and wants. And yeah, it might be a little muffled and maybe you know, because of the toxins and the chemicals and the brainwashing and just the confusion, right? I mean, there could just be straight up confusion, right? The whole thing like eggs, no eggs, butter, margarine, fat, no fat, coconut oil, like, right? All those things, oil washing, face wash, like, you know, all these things that we get confused about. The way that I describe it to my group is like, get your white coat on, Put your plastic goggles on, <laughs> get your little country dishes, and get in the science lab, you being like, <laughs> you know, yeah. the guinea pig, and start experimenting. Yeah. Like, people always say that no coffee in the morning is great. Like, don't force yourself. Just, like, play around with it when you're ready. Mm. Um, and it... it I don't even remember your original question, but <laughs> I think, I think if you can, you know, like if you're listening right now, it's like, what sounds better to you? Like, does it sound better to dial it down to zero? Does it sound better to pause or does it sound better to like take out something, take out mm-hmm. something of your day? So even like, okay, your checklist, right? Everyone's got our to-do list. Like what are three things? that you could just take off of your checklist that aren't like absolutely necessary mm. and then add something in, right? When anybody you take something out, you have to add something in 
because if you keep just taking out and taking out, you're going to be left with this void and you're probably just going to fill it back in with whatever you took out. Mm -hmm. So you got to add back in that which is going to be helpful and useful for you. So like if you take out, all right, I'm not going to call a family member because they're pissing me off right now. Mm. I'm going to add in a 10 minute walk with my dog in the part of the neighborhood. I never go. Mm. That's so smart. That's perfect advice. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's exact. <laughs> that's exactly what we need to hear. Like it's so it's practical. And I think one of the things that can be frustrating when we hear these types of conversations is like the idea of experimenting on yourself, right? Like that's something that I've noticed I have been doing and only looking back, I can realize like I found things that have worked for me only because I've tried so many other things that didn't and have just kept searching. And now I have this like toolkit of things that I can depend on and are consistent and effective. But the, Un, the initial understanding and acceptance of that is like, oh, this is going to take longer than I want it to because everybody wants that like immediate thing. Like, I just want to feel better now. I want to be better now. And I think a good way to maybe look at that, something I'm trying to do is like, you're not going to feel better all of a sudden, but just the act of you like committing to, to yourself and saying like, I'm worth trying this out for and worth like spending time on like that enough should make you feel even incrementally better because you're like yeah. you're showing yourself that type of love and commitment and that's just how I've been looking at it recently because I have been like you know guinea pinning guinea pigging myself for a while <laughs> um so I want to talk to you now about rest because I saw the word it's like a nice buzzword that said deep rest and how important deep rest is. And I know that that's something that eludes a lot of us right now. And um, like, how does routine play in to accessing deep rest? And, and what is the benefit and why should we be um, prioritizing something like deep rest? What does it do for us? Yeah. Well, it keeps you alive. I mean, a third of your life is sleep. Good yeah. Lord. <laughs> um, it is, it's where you, it's where you recharge your batteries. It's where your, your body detoxifies. Um, I mean, you think about the word breakfast. I mean, you're breaking your fast. I mean, you're fasting while you're sleeping. Like you are, you are just resetting the playing field. And so, I mean, we all know what it feels like to get a shitty night rest and like to wake up the next day and be like, how am I going to handle this? And then that day after day or inconsistently, right, that deep fatigue that just finds us anywhere during the daytime. So, I, I, yeah, I, deep rest is, is incredibly important. And it's not just sleep, right? Like we all can just sleep, but like... To, to shift into that REM sleep and to easily fall asleep, stay asleep, not wake up and wake up and be like, like, just like, I wake up now before my alarm. Oh my, <laughs> my alarm goes off at 540 and I'm up before it. Oh my and it, I'm just like, like my poop wakes me up. It's like, all right, it's time to poop. Like, 
time to put on the kettle of water. Like I'm just like ready to go. Um, and so you, you need that rest. And so to shift into that space, routine isn't necessarily a word I use all the time, but if it sounds helpful for you, then like you as the listener, you Lauren, like Mm -hmm. then, then, then stick with that. So I've just been learning just last year of coaching. It's like language is just so, is very important around how you think of things. You know, if I said, oh, we're going to do a detox versus a, a cleanse, like which sounds more yeah. <laughs> enticing, you know, one sounds a little bit harsher than the other. Yeah. Um, and so sleep is something that happens, you know, it's, it starts just after dinner. It's like after dinner, that's like the, sh- the shift down. And maybe you do a few things, a few activities after dinner. Um, but taking cues from what nature is doing. So one of the biggest things is starting to turn the lights off in your house, start turning lights off. And if you have lamps, turn lamps on, turn overhead lights off. And, you know, if you have, you know, fun little blue blocking glasses, like start wearing your glasses, or if you have been wearing them, wonderful. I probably should keep mine on now. Um, and it's, it's a really lovely time of day too, because if you, if you think about it, you, you shift down. So the energy Ayurveda has, uh, there's, there's an energy clock that between like 6 PM and 10 PM, the, the universal laws like energy shifts down. So energy is going down and these, these, these energy cycles kind of shift during the day. So in the morning from 6am to 10am, it's also a kapha time. It's a time that goes down. So that's the elements of earth and, um, earth and water. And so you want to be in tune with that. So that's the time when we're reflecting on the day. That's the time when we're talking with friends and reflecting. That's the time when we're just like, ah, it's just time to like shift down, starting to like rest electronics. Do you have a place in your house that you have a home for your electronics? Mm-hmm. Like a designated drawer, a designated closet. And it's like, either you have an alarm on your phone or some sort of like habit trigger, just be like, All right, it is time to put those things away. Mm-hmm. And like, as my mom would say, it's like tomorrow's another day. Mm-hmm. So having a home for your electronics, like a very specific place versus like you just close the laptop and it's just like sitting there and it's just Ah. so easy to like open it back up. So have a home for it, Mm. put it away, put it at home and then close up the kitchen, close up the kitchen, put a close sign up. (laughs) Like don't act late at night. So one of the best ways to get really good sleep is don't eat after dinner. Mm. You'll wake everything back up. Your body's like, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> Lights are on, food's in my stomach. All right, everybody, like, let's go back to work. Mm. So you want to give your body less and less and less and less jobs as the day is getting closer to an end. And then, yeah, if there's, you know, any sort of routine you have for yourself around, like, just something that calms you down um, or anything like that. But um, 
the the magic hour so that time that i was talking about like if you can get to bed before 10 o'clock you have a much better chance of falling asleep than staying asleep otherwise mm-hmm. that second wind is going to catch you and you're going to wake up between one and three mm. yeah that's super accurate that's that's so accurate that happens to me i found myself up last night at like i hadn't fallen asleep and it was already like eleven thirty, and even though i was like exhausted all day. I mean, my husband and I got in like a debate about stuff like that on the news at like 11 o'clock at night because we were watching like oh, YouTube no. videos and stuff. So we were just like, got super <laughs> fiery. And then we were just like, oh crap, like how are we going to fall asleep? He ended up falling asleep. But <laughs> I was just like, it was 1130. Don't you like, hate it when somebody falls asleep next to you and you're just like, yeah. Uh, I mean, he has such troubles with sleeping, staying asleep, waking up too early, all that. So like, if he falls asleep, I'm, I'm just like, well, good for you, man. Cause I'm the type of person that can literally like put myself to sleep and I don't have as much trouble. But last night I was like, well, damn it. Like I'm wide awake now. Like what am I going to do? And so yeah, what I do is just like scroll myself to sleep on my phone, which isn't good. Cause then my rest isn't good. Cause I'm just like, getting blue light in my face until my eyes close. So yeah, Yeah, intellectually, I know what's right and wrong, but I haven't really like put the effort toward like committing to taking better care of myself. I've been in more of like a, I call it like my comfort mode right now. Like since being in all the like craziness going on, I'm like, I'm eating for comfort. I'm dressing for comfort. I'm like just laying around for comfort. I'm doing whatever, like my like I'm like a baby and I'm just like doing the things I need just to like not be crying all the time, which sounds bad. But, um, I've reached this like threshold (laughs) where I'm like, okay, I've reached the point where I it's, it's feeling worse to like eat like shit and like take care of, like not take care of myself than to like feel like shit because of what's going on in the world. Like, I feel like right. I can bet I'm better equipped now to like handle all the craziness that's coming at us every day. And I need yeah. to get back to like taking care of myself and my home and like my body. Mm-hmm. So this is all really hitting me at a good time. Cause I'm so just like, so interested and fascinated in, in all of it. Um, mm-hmm. and I love all of those ideas about like shifting down, turning off the lights, putting the the electronics in a, in a place that isn't just like laying out. Those are all such good practical, actionable steps that we can take like today to, to feel better. And my other, my other favorite one is to literally go outside your house. And even if, you know, the moon's always out, but just depending on what phase of the moon um, it's in, See if you can like just have a moment with the moon. So when you are, you know, past that 10 p.m. time, it the energy goes back up. So that when you said fiery, it's yeah. it's it's at a time. So it's it's the the fire in the water of the elements. And so everything goes back up, the eyes go up, the energy yeah. goes up, the um your attention goes up. And so when you go outside and you just like, I just like will stand on my deck with like a t-shirt and I'm like, I hope nobody's around right now. (laughs) Take a couple breaths with the sky, with the moon. Um, Even if you live in an area where there's like light pollution or what have you, your, your body energetically 
will be like, oh, it's nighttime. Mm. You know, your mind knows that, but it's, if you can have your mind follow your body and let your body lead, again, you'll, you'll find a little bit more of that flow of like, what's nature doing? What's the sky doing? What's, if you just like follow the sun and the moon, I mean, you'll be golden when it comes to sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously it's a little different with like summer. Cause it's like, well, some, depending on like, if you live in the Northern Midwest, like I've been used to, it's like, sometimes it's like 1030 before the sun goes down or like 11 really up there. So, you know, you have to balance all that. And like, and then also too, for with winter, it's like, well, I'm not going to go to bed at five. Yeah. Um, so right. You have to play with that, but generally the, I mean, just, just play around with that 10 PM time and you'll just be surprised. Like, even if you feel like I'm not tired and it's like nine 45, I guarantee you, like by the time you lay down and just take a couple of breaths and close your eyes and try not to talk about the news, try not to talk about like my partner and I have like sworn off for like, we're not allowed to talk about money. Like after like 8 PM yeah. because I'll just get all revved up. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, just, just having that, that connection with the moon, um, is, is so helpful because it's the, it's the opposite, right. Of like everything that you might be feeling. So if right. you're fiery, like the moon is cool, mm -hmm. the moon is calm. Like, the birds have calmed down. The animals have calmed down. Like the wind has calmed down. Like we could talk about this from a whole, like a weather standpoint as yeah. well. Like, um, yeah. so it, it's helpful to connect with the moon too. Yeah. I like that you incorporate, I mean, it's so cool that meteorology is also like part of your arsenal of things that you have <laughs> at your disposal. But like, I really think that helps people who like, there's like tons of like skepticism around like all this stuff because people don't understand it and which is, which is totally fine. But when you hear it from that perspective, like how it's like weather and meteorology and like how weather works this way and nature works this way, like you understand the science of it and you can like put two and two together that like, we're also that <laughs> like, like we can, we can understand yeah. ourselves the same way we understand weather. And it's just as like calculable and we can figure out a way to make it like harmonious that, that helps people kind of frame it in there. Right. Brain. Cause if, you know, cause you know, like if you, you've gone camping handful of mm -hmm. times, so it's like, that's a part of your life. And like, how much easier is it to fall asleep in a tent versus <sighs> being at home and like think about how many lights are on think about how many things are there to distract you like there's like very little <laughs> and you just have like this little canvas or not canvas but you know you have this little like nylon tent like mm -hmm. in between you and nature but like you know in a house you have you know two by fours and two by sixes like mm -hmm. and brick and whatever your house is made of in between that and so you those signals, those, those natural signals get blocked. Mm. And so when you break the barrier and you're like, I'm out, yeah. um, you just, you, it, your body falls back into rhythm pretty darn fast. And so like your, your senses are like, Oh, like that's what I should be doing right now. So yeah. your, your body wisdom is way more intelligent than we give it credit for. Oh, I love that. Your body wisdom. That is such a, that's something I really want to start tapping into and like not tapping into, but like reacquainting myself with, I guess, because it's there. Nice. Yeah. I'll have it. it is. 
and I really want to like, yeah, get, get to know her again. Cause she, that, there's like, it's like you said, like when you're in the sleep, how much easier it is to sleep when you're camping. Like when I'm out camping, when I'm out in a forest, like just in the middle of nowhere, like in the middle of nature, I feel like this other version of myself, like this truer, mm. like how you said, like you're just yourself all like through and through. And like the, the more I can like tap into her in my daily life here in a house in the suburbs, like with the bills and the, whatever, the school and kids and all that, like the more I focus on tapping into that version of myself, like the easier life is, the easier it flows, the better I feel like everything just feels so much better. And all of this sounds like ways for me to do that. Like just getting back in touch with that, like natural version of myself that's always in there and she's just like yeah. muffled by everything that's going on I know they know there's just so much um uh, that's a wonderful segue into my next question because I of course before I let you go want to talk to you about um social media because that's like yeah. our whole thing here and I know we chatted a bit back and forth about our um watching that documentary the social dilemma and how um you know, how it affected us and got us thinking. So I'm curious how social media plays a role in, in your business for one, like, and how you use it to kind of like connect with who you need to connect to, but also like, if you're finding that the people you're working with, like your clients and the groups that you, that you lead, are they struggling with social media? Is that a topic that comes up a lot in terms of like blocks and like things that need to like space that needs to be healed? Um, I would imagine it does, but yeah, how do you incorporate that element into your work and how do you help people through that? Yeah, so it it is it is a part of my work and this is the great part, you know, the the, the wonderfulness that you the space of, that you've created is like I'm totally still figuring out how I want to use it. Mm. And you know, it it's it's always been something that's just like fun for me. But then when I started, um, my business, it was just like, okay, like there's all these strategies and there's all these like ways that you can do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, that's cool. I don't want to get too sucked into that because if I'm on all the time, that means all my people are on all the time mm -hmm. and I advocate to get off of social mm, media that so familiar. I feel like it's <laughs> a crit yeah so it, and it's like this you know back and forth and I have a very interesting relationship with it too be, because of my background with the outdoors it's like I can I can drop my phone off somewhere and not think about it for weeks and it yeah. doesn't affect me at all mm. and it's been really cool to work at places where like kids come to camp and they're like, they can't wait until you take their phone. Yeah. Like, is it time for you to take our phone? <laughs> like they get off the bus and they're like handing over their cell phone because they know, awesome. they know how good they feel yeah. and they just, they love like leaving the stress behind and the anxiety and they just like become themselves and they're just interacting with the people in front of them you know, what a concept. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's been something for me that like, I, I noticed like, right. Having a business, like there needs to be that consistency there. And so I've just kept it a blend of who I am mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And what, you know, what I teach and what I coach, like with the end result, I kind of just like posting like end results. It's like, and it doesn't have to be like my lifestyle. Like the, re- the result doesn't have to be like, get rid of all your personal possessions <laughs> and go outside in the woods and live in a tiny house and, you know, like coach from your house and blah, you know, travel all the time. Like if that's not your dream, then cool. But like, I, I kind of enjoy just being a little bit more of like the lifestyle inspiration piece. Yeah. Um, and not have it being all the time of like, here are the, all of the events that I have going on. It's like, yeah. that's my mailing list. If you really want to like get the nitty gritty, like that's I'll share smart. there because you want to be there. And yeah. so do I. And I want to share that stuff somewhere because mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely learning that sales is a service. <laughs> like you don't have to feel so gross about it all the time. Cause yeah. you know, um, so I, I, I'm definitely, I've definitely leaned towards that side of things of, of, I mean, and, and I'm, I call myself like a 360 thinker. Like I'm very much a, a mediator. Uh, I like having the balance. Um, and so I, I never really sway hard to one side of like how to use social media. So for me, it's just like, and I find myself being more conscious about like the highlight reel concept and being like, all right, what is it that I'm posting? Is it like every time I reach the top of a mountain or every time I have a kick-ass <laughs> bike ride or every time yeah. I like did this long paddle or every time I cook a good meal in my house or feel like, oh my God, we built and designed this. Thing. <laughs> I should tell somebody. Yeah. So it, and, and so it's, it's just like with everything else, like, I just like experimenting, mm. throw shit at the wall, see what sticks. That's... And I have definitely started to incorporate something that I do with, with alcohol, which is if, if I haven't like, and this is ex- extremely subjective, mm-hmm. um, but I kind of ask myself like before I have a drink or before I post and not that those things are comparable in any way. Yeah. Um, but like, have generally how's my day been today Mm. how do I feel today did I have a pretty good day today like do I feel like I'm do I feel like my essence do I feel good about what I'm doing today in the world cool then I can quote unquote you know like allow myself to have a drink I can post but anytime I'm like feeling icky or I'm just like you know I was pretty anxious a good part of the morning today I don't ever want to like tie those two things together. So like, mm. I'll just be like, no, you know, I, I am not going to drink today. Mm-hmm. Um, which is ironic because I like barely drink anymore at all. Yeah. Um, and not because of that, but like, I just, I feel so good without it. Yeah. Um, and it's like fun when it happens. But then with social media, anytime I like start, you know, those moments where you're like putting something together and I'm like, wait a second. I'm like really reaching for likes right now. Mm. And that's when I like backspace, backspace, backspace. And like, I just walk away. Uh. And anytime I've ever pressed like post and it's up, I just feel like a pile the whole time <laughs> it's sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that, that little like signal inside, I really like to listen to because it's just it it is 
fun. It's Mm -hmm. way more fun. And, you know, I get to choose how, you know, after watching the social dilemma and whatnot, it's like, I want to, I get to choose how, how I use this tool because, you know, this tool allowed me to, to connect with you and connect with, with other people. Like there's so many wonderful people and experiences that I've had from this connection. And so it's fun to have a little bit of grace, just keep connecting um, with what it is that I'm doing with it and using it as a tool and not like, it's not on a pedestal in any way. Um, and, and yeah, kind of going from, from there, I guess. I love that. All of that was super, super relatable. Like the, you hit the nail on the head with that, like feeling like a hypocrite when you're like preaching to people to like not use social media as much, but you need to use it to get to those people. Like that has been my rock on a hard place for the past five, six, seven years. Like that's all I've been worried about for so long until like, cause that's my whole thing. Like I'm, I'm always trying to examine like this machine and how can we, you know, sometimes we need to step away from it in order to have a healthier relationship with it. And as I'm teaching, like, I can't tell more people about what I'm finding out if I'm not on there finding them and getting my words in front of them. So the whole, I was like trying to write a, I'm writing a book, but I was like trying to like um, get it in front of agents and I was writing it. And for so that's what the book was about. It's about, you know, my story of having healthier relationships with social media. And I was like, how am I going to like build an author platform and like get in readers? Like it made no sense because every article was like, well, you need to have like a bunch of followers and have a big platform or no agent is going to like, when you know, no one's going to publish it. And like, to an extent that is a hundred percent true. Like I have a smaller following and for a long time, I was like beating myself up about that because I wasn't getting, you know, any agents who would pay attention to me. I was getting a lot of rejections and that was like a main, a big reason because I didn't have a big enough platform. And then I kind of just like pushed that aside and like let it fade away and I pivoted and now I'm self-publishing, but I've just kind of come to the conclusion where I'm like, I like having like a tight knit, close group of people who are like all in. And like, that's what my small quote unquote following is. And I'd rather, like, that's what feels good for me. Like, I don't want to be posting stuff just so that I can have a bigger following. And what you said is exactly true. Like just paying attention to that feeling you get when you're posting, like, does it feel like, is it feeling good? It's just what you were talking about with the food. Like, is it nourishing you? Is it, is it feeling good for you? Is it lighting you up? Because more likely than not, it's going to do the same for the person who's going to consume that content. That's like a great indicator. And I feel the same way about alcohol that you said too. It it brought something (laughs) up to me because I had this conversation with myself in my head the other day where I was like, I'm not really (laughs) wanting to drink as much. Like it's getting, you know, offered and it comes up every now and then. But that one of the big reasons is because when COVID started, like I was just like drinking all the time. Like I was drinking like bottles of wine, you know, throughout a week and every night because I just like couldn't cope. And it was just like so stressful. And I was like, I'm drinking because I'm stressed and I'm drinking because I feel bad. 
and that's not good. So I was like, I'm only going to drink when it's like a good, a happy occasion and I'm feeling good. But when I'm feeling good, I don't feel like drinking. So like, it's like, that made so much more sense to me. <laughs> that's why we're not drinking as much because we put that in place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it I started sounds- saying mine too, I was like, wait, why am I talking about alcohol? I'm like, I haven't been drinking for like, yeah. whatever. And, but yeah, it's like, okay, I feel good. Yeah. Well then I don't need to drink. I mean, I still can have one or yeah. I still can post something or like, I mean, actually that, that's what's happened happening in the last couple of days is like, I usually put up, um, on my stories, I usually put up like this, um, just like set of movements that I do every day. I'm just like, let's just like move our bodies. And like, I'll just kind of switch up what I'm doing per month. And I just kind of, honestly, I just do like what feels good to me. And same thing. It's like, if you want to do something different, sweet. But like the whole point is like, what do we do? Like we have all these like transitions now where like, we just have a little bit more time. Well, maybe you don't have more time in the day, but like our transitions are a little bit different. Like if we're, if we are working from home or, Mm. um, it just, just life daily life looks a little different. And I'm like, what if we just like start to slip in, like just moving throughout the day instead of it, like I'm going to work out for an hour. And then when you don't do it, you beat yourself up and then you've done nothing versus like, Oh, I got in like 40 pushups, you know, here and there and just like add it all up. And like, I was just feeling so great. And like, I'm in the middle of my fall cleanse right now. And so I was just like, I just don't really want to go on my phone. (laughs) The business side of me is like, well, you need to be consistent and like have your presence, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, (laughs) the world will be okay (laughs) if I don't do something for a couple of days. And I don't have to like apologize. Just like jump back on. Yeah. keep going with the conveyor belt and you know like but again like it 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 is easy for me to just yeah, it's easy for me to put the phone down and right. not even like you have look. to try to you have to like remind yourself to post and like that has to like yeah it kind of yeah. just like has turned into like a like you said it's fun so it's like this new fun thing that's part of my day because I used to like dread posting like I was on social media so begrudgingly like I was just posting stuff you know and planning it out and like following all the steps or whatever why were you dreading it because I just hated being on social media I had a very toxic relationship with it like every time I signed on I was feeling like you know less than negative toxic energy like it just was gross and I would just rather not be on it but then that story in my head of like, but you have to, and like, you need to be there. And so I was just like doing all the things that they tell you to do and it just never felt right. And then it kind of just like, again, just like let it fade away. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to pick that back up when it feels better. And since being in quarantine in the past like seven months, I'm realizing how much fun I'm having on social media. Cause it's like my outlet to connecting with the world. So I'm able to like share and show this like side of my personality that I never, I'm just like having fun there and being myself. And that's garnering a lot more engagement and connection than when I was yeah. like writing the tagline that, you know, the generator told me <laughs> to write and using the hashtag that had like this, like, it's not, it's, that's not what it should be. And I'm real. And a lot of people are starting to like realize that I think, and it's, it really seems to be becoming more of like an organic place with like meaningful connection and these like tiny, smaller influencers that are like, have their tight knit communities 
I'm liking that shift of things, but yeah. And like, you get to choose like which one you want to, like which one or which ones you want to use. Like, I don't really like doing anything with Facebook, but I enjoy Instagram. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, we can like, like you chose to do a podcast. Like I'm running a blog right now. Like there's all these different avenues and, and based on, again, same like going back to food or whatever, like which one feels good to you? Like which one, you know, kind of pulls on your strengths a little bit and it's like feels more natural. Like I, I love posting, um, like actually right before our call and after I, like I ride my bike to work and all my ideas come while I'm riding my bike. And so I like just batch task a couple of things and then like, boom, 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 got them all done. And like, I feel like myself, like all my endorphins are going and it's way easier for me to post versus like, you know, I've been sitting around the house or something. And then I'm like, Oh, I got to do this. Got to do this. Like anytime I say like, I got to do this, like, Nope, not the right time to post. And so like, I've gotten to to the habit of like posting after I've moved my body Mm. or after I've meditated because I feel like me and I feel like whatever's going to come out of me is going to be way more genuine. Ooh, that's a wonderful tip. I'm definitely going to take that. That's a great Mm -hmm. one. Oh my goodness. Ah, I can, I mean, I say this to everyone, but I can talk to you forever because like, I feel like (laughs) we have so much that there's so much more I want to probably cover, but I'm definitely going to keep hanging out with you on the internet for sure. And learning from you and connecting with you because you have a lot, you really, you do share a lot of wonderful things. So thank you for spending some of your evening with us tonight. That was lovely. That was like soul food. It was wonderful. Hmm. And thank if you, you so much for putting this all, you know, just having what you've created, you know, and, and opening it, it up to other people and collaboration is like totally the name of the game. Yeah. Um, and regardless of if it's a business or not, but just in life, like we need to be sharing and being with each other and especially sh- sharing stories, like what you harp on and like showing that we're not perfect. So thank you so much for your vulnerability and your mm-hmm. The, the your ability to hold space as well so like this just feels so good and it's just so refreshing to speak to you too because it's like yeah you're a real person who's <laughs> not trying to like you know who's not yeah. trying to like put on some front or whatever so yeah refreshing for me too thank you so much I'm so grateful to hear you say that like my face hurts from smiling that was so and I'm like blushing <laughs> a little bit that was so sweet to hear thank you man um I would love for everybody listening to be able to like connect with you and continue learning from you as well. So where should they, I'll link all of this in the show notes, but where should they be finding you and um, anything that you want to offer, like what your, your courses and your program, anything like that, you can call that out before we head off. Sure. Yeah. So you can um, reach me um, on my website or on Instagram and they are the same. So it's just my full name. So Natalie Jackson wellness.com or on Instagram, just Natalie Jackson wellness. And yeah, I just hang out on there and, and, and it's a lot of just inspirational um, content. And every now and then I share free upcoming events that I have. So I have one coming up. um, I believe it's the 20, First, um, I do um, a free experience, if you will, but it's a chance for everybody to just like shake out the, the stress and the wiggles and, 
to just move your body. So it's, it's moving our bodies for like 15 minutes. It's journaling for 15 minutes mm. and then it's meditating all together for 10 minutes. So I have a monthly gathering like that and you can find, you can sign up on my website. Um, it's free. Um, and then um, I offer various workshops on, like I actually did one on deep rest not too long ago. Um, so that one was, was uh, really awesome. And um, yeah, so I run a, um, a 12 month uh, wellness course online and it is a group experience. And so uh, I used to coach one-on-one, -on -one, but group coaching is just way more amazing. <laughs> like people get to where they want to go faster. And so yeah. it's um, a lot to what we spoke to today of just um, like just, you're, you're just unearthing your instinctual health. Like you are just finding again, what it is that you know what to do. So the structure is um, learning 10 habits that Ayurveda teaches, um, through your, for your body, mind, and spirit in your senses. And yeah, you, that's, um, I just started a new quarter. So people are welcome to, um, check that out to, to, to join or I have open enrollment four times a year, but, um, if anyone wants to speak to me, um, I offer, um, free 60 minute, um, conversations. If you just are like, Hmm, this sounds interesting. And I just want to explore for myself, um, what the next level of my health and wellness looks like. So I just, um, have those conversations that people can sign up for. And, um, yeah, it's just continuing the story, continuing the conversation and seeing if I can help you of where you'd like to go and how you want to be. Mm, that sounds so good. You're offering so much value. You're of so much service and man, yeah, I'm so grateful. I get to share this with everybody and I definitely want to participate in some of those events, those, that free event on the 21st. Sure. I feel like I'm I'm going to be signing up for that one. That sounds right up my alley, just shaking That's, off, yeah. shaking off the stress and then journaling. I mean, yeah, sign me up. That's, that's all I'm about. Yeah. But yeah. yeah oh yeah. You. So Wednesday, the 21st at 8 a.m. Pacific time. So okay. yeah. Yeah. I think I can, I think I can swing that. Well, thank you again <laughs> so much. I'm so glad I got to meet you. Thank you for everything you shared with us and taught us today. And yeah, we'll be in touch. We'll be staying connected. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for holding this space. All righty. Well, have a good night and enjoy your tiny, Thank you. tiny home. <laughs> I will. All right. Good Thank night. You. Bye. All right, perfect people. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. If you want to continue the conversation, you can find us on Instagram at Perfect Podcast. That's P-E-R-F-C-K-E-D podcast. And if you're into the show as much as I am and know other people who should be doing this thing with us, Pixar didn't happen. Make sure to screenshot this episode inside your podcast app and share it on Instagram, making sure to tag us. And if you want to take it a step further and make this relationship Facebook official, you can join our private Perfect People Facebook group where we hang out with strangers on the internet. You down? Cool. Hit subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, and tune in next week for another conversation with a real person talking about real life in real time. Same time next week? Cool. See you then. Later.